हेलो वेलकम टू द सेल्फ लर्निंग पॉडकास्ट बाय डॉक्टर सुषमा सिंह लेट अस स्टार्ट डिस्कशन ऑन यूनिट वन सोशल थ्योरी एंड इट्स कंटेक्स्ट एंड आवर टॉपिक इज द ब्रिटिश सोशोलॉजिस्ट एट दिस पॉइंट ऑफ टाइम ब्रिटिश सोशोलॉजिस्ट कलेक्टेड फील्ड बेस्ड डाटा and then combined these findings into a collective picture the emphasis was on statistical presentation with little or no theorizing however the need for theorizing was clearly felt by many sociologists the statistical oriented sociologists were also extremely close to the government and therefore failed to see any flaw in the overall political and economic system now there was another basic characteristics in british sociology and this was the concern for reforming industries and then keeping them to fulfill the larger goals of society although these sociologists saw the flaws in the social system of the time they were nevertheless still interested in solving problems by laying the blame on individual behavior and attitudes in the following this approach these sociologists showed a high degree of respect to the society in which they were members this was clearly a conservative stand yet it was felt to be necessary to ward off the agri of marxian sociologists there were also paradoxes in the situation that the british sociologists found themselves in thus even problems such as poverty were not held to have systematic basis instead it was individuals themselves alone or in the group who were blamed for their poverty this is a somewhat circular argument putting the individual at the center of any kind of social ill or problems individual problems of many types were analyzed including factors such as ignorance crime or alcoholism these were all aspects of the individual especially alcoholism who which was regarded yet again as an individual condition or pathology and not in any way connected to the whole of the society as can be seen here was once again an extreme position however it was a matter of time that social structure became more prominent especially in the theories of the social evolution this was forwarded by the herbert spencer 1822-1903 spencer was a relative liberal and believed that the state should not interfere with the market that is spencer believed in laissez faire 
this indicated that he was not an advocate of social reform but wanted social dynamics to be without external interventions now let us move to the next point that is spencer's evolutionism spencer was a social darwinist and was of the opinion that the society would progress by itself and that this evolution should not be interfered with spencer went to the extent of comparing social institutions with plants and animals Thus, he felt that the social institutions would progressively adapt to their environment by themselves without any definite impetus. Spencer took Darwin's premise of survival of the fittest, where those people who could adapt to the social and natural environment would live, while those who could not so adapt met with their end. Spencer also saw society as an organism in which different parts of, or organs were interconnected and each had a role or function to perform in the overall working of the organism thus unlike comte whose evolutionism was in terms of ideas spencer had the real material world which he wanted to explain analyze and interpret the evolutionary focus of spencer is at least twofold in the first instance spencer speaks of the size factor in social evolution thus as the size of the society increases so do the various infrastructural and institutional needs and requirements differentiation and specialization begin to manifest in every sphere and the fact is that both the size and complexity of a town is very different from the metropolitan According to Spencer the size of a society increases by various groups amalgamating and bonding to form larger societies thus Spencer viewed increase in size from that of a simple community to that which is complex or compound another evolutionary schema that the Spencer offered was that of the militant to industrial society militant societies are early forms of organization meant mainly for defense of a society or aggression towards another society such violent attitude was in themselves responsible for increase in the size of a society which was so important for social evolution yet when industrial societies are established warfare becomes dysfunctional and obstructs evolution industrial societies are noteworthy for their human interaction and high specialization 
the state is simply a monitoring agency and its basic role is to keep law and order. This is because industrial society represents in Spencer a quantum leap from militant societies and such societies move toward their own perfection. Provided a society is strongly bonded and harmonious, it will survive. But if there is weak bonding and internal social fissures, it would, according to Spencer, die out. Let us conclude the unit. The early ideas of sociologists were very important indications of how the context creates an impact of the mind of the sociologist. The sociologists we have discussed were all affected by their social and psychological environment. However, as we have seen that each one of them tended to interpret the social world in their own individualistic ways. However, it would be clear to you by now that the context of theory is essentially society and culture at a particular time and place. It can be said that social theory is in itself a reflection of the social environment and the time in which it was developed, also put its stamp on the theory. Therefore, each era, each age responds with newer and more different theoretical interpretations, which are the most apt for that time. There is then an inner and an outer context from which social theory derives. As noted in our introduction to this unit, the inner context has to do with the individual himself and his personal ways of analyzing developments in the outer or encapsulating society. This is not to say that there is any seriality from the outer to inner context, rather they exist in an interrelationship between the individual mind and the societal developments and societal consciousness. Only when this interrelationship is clearly explained and analyzed by a thinker does social processes inner and outer create a theory of society as a whole. It might then be said that the early social theorists and theories which they developed was a clear-hearted response to the social upheavals and developments. For example, the Industrial Revolution, the French Revolution and so on. Finally, there is a feed forward and a feedback effect in each situation which can partly help explain the rising of early social analysis and their implications. Now let us wind up the session and take rest. Thank you very much for engaging yourself with the self-learning podcast.